Hey, Mac, when does deer season start? Well, if you want the best deer herd possible, Lanny, you need to start right now. Right now. That's, That's why right. we're starting our promotion. I mean, we've got a deer season starts now promotion on plantbiologic.com where you can pick up our game changer soybeans, our forage soybeans, and our spring protein peas. While you're there, you might as well go ahead and pick up some brassicas like our final forage and winter bowls. Yeah, stock up for the cool season planting right now. Listeners to the GK Podcast, if you use coupon code GKPOD, you can save an additional 10% off our entire selection of warm season, cool season, and clover food plot seed. Get started today and visit plantbiologic.com for an unforgettable fall. I am Jeff Foxworthy, and welcome to Gamekeeper Podcast. If you want to learn more about farming for wildlife and habitat management, then, buddy, you are in the right place. Join the Gamekeeper crew direct from Mossy Oak Land Enhancement Studio as they discuss the latest wildlife and habitat management practices, news, and, of course, hunting. There's no telling what you'll learn, but I'm going to tell you, I bet it's interesting. Enjoy. Guys, it's important to note that laws can vary from state to state concerning recovering dogs with deer, trailing them at night, what weapons you can carry, and even crossing property lines. So please make sure you understand the rules in your state to prevent having any legal problems. We're live in three, two, one. All right, everybody, here we are. Gosh, uh, it's November. Which is snuck uh, up on us. Yeah, do you have a word for that? I don't have a word it was for October, that. October, but it's no rain. November, it right could, now. It could <laughs> be it's one day in it. it. It's called November. I'm gonna start telling people no. So oh. when they when I have to do something, uh, and I want to go do something, I'm gonna learn to say no. Yeah, the, one of the most powerful words. I probably couple of most powerful words in, in English: no and free. Huh? Free is a very powerful one. <laughs> it motivates us a lot, doesn't it? That's our price range. So welcome, everybody. West Point, Mississippi, home of uh, Mossy Oak, the Gamekeeper Studio, yep. and the big Gamekeeper podcast giveaway. I, I think Man. some winner, we're about to draw that. So if yeah. you have not signed up for the squirrel rifle, you may have like 24 hours when this drops. I want that rifle. Well, you're probably not allowed to win it. I know. I'm going to have to buy <laughs> one. But, hey, such yeah. is life. Yeah. We'll, you know. uh, it, so, so look, today it's going to be a, uh, Is I'm that not, the rat not, attack? I, I think that's Richie over there messing That was a squirrel coming in real late. Squirrel <laughs> coming in hot. Yeah. So, look, I, I'll go ahead and introduce our guest. we got a lot to talk about here. Yep. But we've got Zach Crowley, who runs, who, who's a legendary. I don't know about deer that now. Recovery. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what. With a dog. One of the nicest guys I've ever ran into. I'm going to tell you. Just. Random meeting last year, great group of guys, and an unbelievable dog to watch work. And, and listen, in case y'all hear a bunch of heavy breathing, it's not necessarily Zach. He's got Daya That's sitting Daya. on the couch with him. Daya is a machine. Does she blend into that brush or what? <laughs> That's a good-looking dog. Yeah, she's black, beautiful. She, black mouth cur. Black mouth cur. Okay. She just really the, is pr- a pretty yeah, dog. Yeah, the prettiest coloration. Well-behaved. If you see her, she's better behaved than Dudley. Oh, no doubt about it. And look in the woods, so calm. So oh, you've calm. seen. Her I have seen in her. Action. I've seen her in action. I have followed behind her. So, so Impressive. we're we're going to talk about recovering deer with with a dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're, we got a lot of questions. All right, but before we get there, and thank you for being here in studio. Yes, sir. Glad awesome. to be here. Looking and, uh, good over there in his tree stand hoodie, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and you're from Mississippi. What part of Mississippi? Uh, 
Matheston, what I tell everybody, but it's a little community called Sherwood, just south of Matheston. Hmm. Suburb of Matheston. Most people, most people I tell start for just just about twenty five minutes west to start for you yeah. know because a lot of people haven't heard of Matheston. You down know. in down in God's country, <laughs> it's pretty country in there. That's now sure. your hat says BTD. That's blood trailing dogs. Uh, that makes sense. They did total blood trailing <laughs> dogs. That's a a group we got on Facebook. Now it's, if you look on Facebook, everybody and their brothers got blood trailing dogs this day and time. But there's BT- an actual Facebook group. Blood trailing dogs. Of course, you got Mississippi Blood Trailing Network and some more. But we are blood trailing dogs. Uh, it's eleven of us in that group that cover the state. Uh, we go all the way up to Tunica. We got a guy in Tunica, Greenville, uh, Grenada, around Raymond, Brookhaven, uh, Philadelphia. So just so y'all got much, like this network of right of recovery of dogs. So every, that's really cool. Everybody's like it, within a thirty minute hour radius of one of you guys with the with should the blood be trailing or dogs. if we will cover it. You know, one of us will cover it. If somebody calls us and say, "Look, we got a we got a deer over here on the Mississippi River." You know, we got a guy, and that if you want a certain dog, you can t- look. We want to send Dale, or we want to send another guy in Louisville's got a dog named Smoke. He, uh-huh. He's a good dog, you know. So you can kind of request what you you dealing with eleven people, yeah. And most of these other groups, you call them and they they gonna send out whoever, you, whoever, yeah. and you know, not I ain't gonna say it's a lot of good dogs out there that's not in our group, but yeah. at least you know what you got when. When you you got the it. best with hey, the BTD. Hey, and what a great service. I mean, yeah. you know. when when you need one, right. you need, need one. one. Right. That's right. Yeah. Well, it's like calling 911. No, 100%. Yeah. Why don't you tell us about so, your experience? Uh, well, let's get started. Let's knock out some of this business stuff first, okay. and then we'll get, we'll, we'll get started, uh, uh, Dudley, so. if, you, if you don't mind. Uh, so, like I said, it's November. Yes, sir. I'm going to yeah. say, uh, no, Dudley. Let's, yeah, there uh, let's it start, is. Let's November. Start. Here we go. You're doing <laughs> good already. <laughs> So, look, Blood on the Biologic, brought yeah. to you by LS Tractors. A deer starting to hit the ground. They are. Uh, I, I'm mm-hmm. going to throw out the first one. Let me go first. You go, go ahead. First. No, you go ahead. Go Mark ahead. Drury's mom. Well, she's my favorite my, hunter. Yeah, Lucille. One of my favorite hunters. Miss Lucille. Miss Lucille, no doubt about it. I love seeing her get out there and get after him. What, what a giant deer with yeah. a cro- mission crossbow. <laughs> yeah. Mark is... Um, He's good. That boy is good. Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say... Uh, Cameron Drury, which is Matt Drury's son. Uh, oh, got his first, first buck. Yeah, Terry's with him. Blow the horns on the first thing. deer. Yeah, and he's always oh, just a great little hunter. That's a great picture. It, I, how did I miss that? I don't know. But, I was probably planting food plots. But this whole for thing. For no reason. You know, the blood on the biologic this week, I think, is just dedicated to the Drury's. Yeah. Because yeah. we got Miss Lucille, and what a great hunt and, uh, and photographs of her. Can we, I? Can I? Pick we, one. We got Cameron, and now Dudley's got a and, chance. And Taylor killed. Gigantor, that was a cool deer. Gigantor. I mean, it, I know, I know, it had a name, but that's the kind impossible. of deer. You know, yeah. that is a trophy, trophy deer to me. I would rather have that six point on my wall than a then, yeah, hundred and seventy mm, inch twelve uh, point. It, it's an incredible story. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm with you. Look Man. at that. Look yeah. at that thing. It's a big sub. That is a one-of-a-kind, once-a-lifetime buck right there. I, I think they said it was 10 and a half years old. Real. So, what would Bud say? 
That's a real six right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. And uh, so, look. Oh, I'm seven. Go, excuse me. I'm going to go ahead and throw this out. Everybody in the Drury family but Mark has killed one. Do you think he's oh, probably. He's on the back burner. I mean, something. So he'll probably brag up. Drag he's a, getting over the hill, maybe. No, nah, he'll probably drag in a 300-inch deer. <laughs> yeah, he probably would. Mark, we're just kidding. We love y'all, and we're, we're so impressed with the Drury's. And a member of the Drury uh, Outdoors family. Look at this, Brandon Jennings. Look at that hat he's got on. That's, That's about lucky, the best looking hat I've seen. Lucky gamekeeper hats. Yeah. yeah. Available in uh, our merch department, limit two per customer. <laughs> <laughs> we just got Check those in. show notes. Yeah. yeah. I think good. I've got one on, don't I? They, they are. They're great That's hats. Right. That's right. Zach, I got you one. Thank you. As a party gift it. for bringing day up in here. So, yeah. So, look, uh, Blood on the Biologic. I don't, uh, let's just dedicate the whole thing to the juries and yeah, be done with they're it. They're killing it. They've had a great week. Yeah, they have. So maybe Mark, we self, you know, you can't feel sorry for Mark, but maybe he'll get on the board eventually. Well, don't forget Terry. I know he killed oh, a giant, biggest deer he's ever killed, huh? Yeah, huh? On his farm, two sixteen ish or something like that. That's just that's just amazing. So, uh, congrats a to them. Different animal, up and there. Uh, yeah, it, it it it's really amazing. So guys, and, then, and you're on the pursuit of pork chop. I am fast <laughs> in pursuit. Yeah. I don't think I'm gonna get to go this afternoon. <laughs> I'm going to try. That got some burger on it. I'm going to go home and tell you. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah, he does. You, you distracted me now. I forgot sorry, where I was I'm going sorry, here. So. Well, look, a uh, couple of sponsors I want to thank, ATN Scopes. It's getting that time of year when, uh, if, you know, deer season's here. People are going to kind of quit thinking about, you know, managing their pigs, except when they're deer hunting. Right. But, uh, but check out those ATN Scopes. And Duke Traps, gosh, where that, what a great company! Every time we give away Duke traps, everybody's fighting for them. Oh yeah, no, it's and, great uh, stuff. Great local company. Yeah, really. hey, and the boys at Southern Seed and Feed just went and saw them this morning. Uh, they're cranking it out. Everybody's food plots look so bad. It looks like corn's going to be a hot commodity. Mm-hmm. Going be, that sold out last week. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure did. In, in some places, so it's a boy. It's so disappointing that, that when the food plot situation it's just so i tell you though i was talking to a farmer this week and he said something that made me feel better he said son it's better that seeds in the dirt than in the barn so i mean hey you got a point i know but i tell you what when you see how hungry the deer are out there yeah it is it's bad we need some rain of course yeah we yeah we do so for tracking too Oh yeah, mm-hmm. our nose gets kind of stopped it up does. with dust, it's, doesn't it? It's it's bad. Hmm, I hadn't thought about that. You know, that's a good point. That's a good point. So before we get started on this one, I, I want to throw this out. We all love dogs so much. Zach, you may not know it, but Mossy Oak has a kennel. Richie, you're kind of overdoing it with the horn. That <laughs> so we 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 love dogs. I mean, we really do. Well, everybody that's a you know spends a lot of time outside. It just seems like. They've got a, a buddy they take with them when they can. I um, ran across something. I just want to read it out. And, oh, no. Is and, this going to make me cry? It, I, may, I may choke up before I get to the end of it. But I want to read this, and we can just hit on them. It's some things to do with your dog, okay? Oh, nice. So uh, you know, it, it, it's this guy has a suggestion. He's, Let me put my glasses where I can read Yeah, I don't know how you're going to breathe on your glasses and yeah, see through them yeah. at the same time. <laughs> End up like that turkey you almost shot that time. Let me tell you what. These snap glasses <laughs> I have yeah. – you cannot shoot a bow and arrow with these things around your neck. Don't mm. for, don't forget as you age and you start getting glasses. I need them. These things will sling off when you shoot a bow and arrow. Mm. Your string right. hit it. Uh, 
Uh, something, so you <laughs> must have shot at a deer. At, out here in the back. Oh, okay. I thought we could get the <laughs> yeah, truth no, for a minute. No, nah, no chance of that. All right. So let me hit these real quick. Okay. All right. It says, with your dogs. Now, Zach, this is going to hit you right in the heart. Okay? <laughs> I bet it <laughs> will. <laughs> Spend time with them each day. You are their everything. All right. Don't hide your excitement. Let them see the kid in you. Your expectations for your dog are high, but their expectations for you are higher. Oh. Maybe not for you, Dudley. <laughs> yeah. If, if you heard my dog barking all from uh, 10 p.m. till 6 a.m. this morning because her bark collar uh, died. <laughs> Richie, yeah. mark that time code if you would, please. <laughs> okay. So here's a good one now. Don't sleep on it. Take them to the vet. Now, I'm guessing that's probably somebody got a dog, got injured, and said, well, we'll You're just right. take him in the morning. Mm. All right, go hunting with them each year when it's just but just the two of you. That's pretty good. That's pretty advice. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, tell your new friends about your old dogs. Judge your hunting friends by how they treat their dogs. Ooh, that's a big one. Always stop to pet them. That's a good one too. Stop walking, sit down, and just see how much they love you. Treat puppies like puppies, and treat your twelve twelve year old. Like he or she is still one. Know when to retire them and give them everything they want. They gave you everything they had. Have patience when they become hard of hearing. Show your boys that there's reasons to be gentle in this world, and dogs are just one of them. You helped him or her down the stairs when she was young. Now help him or her up while they're old. Yep. Take a picture every single time. It's worth it. Enjoy their determination, even even when it's not after a bird or a deer, I guess. But when it's time to say goodbye, don't leave their side. Hold them close. They don't know what's happening, but they're happy that you out. I, I didn't, you know, any, that's tough. That's it tough, is. but we it all kind of get there. Appreciate it, Bobby. It. Yeah. Thanks, Bobby. Yeah, I didn't mean to make you. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> it's all the corn dust in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, we just all love them so much, but there's so much to own in a dog. There's so much. And uh, anyway, hey, I didn't they're, mean. They're man's best friend for, you know, for a reason. There's no oh, question yeah. about that. There is an, an inherent connection with them, especially for <clears throat> folks that look yeah. to the outside. It's easy I kind of to... want to dedicate this one to Goose. I appreciate that, Dudley. Yeah. Our he boy. Was, he was one of my favorite dogs. Yeah, he was a good one. It was a great one. It, just what a great disposition he had. He yeah, was he just was so laid one. back. Yeah, he was a good one, for sure. Your daughter's been begging you to hunt since her little brother shot the Big Eight last year. You've ran a fire, dissed the fields, got stuck, got unstuck. Planted food plots, fertilized, and prayed for rain. You moved trees, limbed roads, even bought one of those fancy cell cameras. So what's your excuse? LS Tractor. Moultrie has pioneered the game management category. Today, Moultrie is one of the best-selling brands of feeders and seeders in the world, and they continue to innovate with new technology that gamekeepers will rely on. Moultrie products are always field-tested and designed for hunters by hunters, combining forward-thinking innovation with time-tested practicality. Moultrie, first in feeders since 1979. 
All right, so guys, Moultrie is offering our listeners a 15% site-wide discount at MoultriefEeders.com. Use code Mossy Oak with a capital M, Mossy Oak, at MoultrieFeeders.com and get that 15% discount. Let's start talking about about recovering a deer with a dog. So yeah. there's there's so many situations that right. this but by the time that your phone rings, they have probably exhausted trying to right. find the deer themselves. They have stomped the woods down. 90% of the time. No and, doubt. And made, yeah, made it worse. Right. But. And they'll call, and most of the time, if people's going to track long, most people as long as they got blood. Then once they lose blood, that's when they go to grid searching. Mm-hmm. What we as trackers do not want to come in behind but most of the time that's the case so then a lot of times during the rut it's allowed to be another you know eight ten hours you know his phone is constantly ringing during holiday season rut you know so then if somebody has to wait you know what are they gonna do in that time of waiting you know well, they gonna, gonna go look. it ain't gonna hurt <laughs> us keep looking you know so that's that makes it tough our our it makes it a uh, the hunter really makes makes or breaks a track. I would say. So your most service, of the time, the service that you guys offer is pretty much or in Mississippi. Probably goes across the state lines a little. Right, bit, I'm guessing. I've been to Alabama, and some people have been over to Arkansas, but uh, so, Tennessee. So let's let's start. Are there any regulations that vary state by state that uh, guys need to be aware of? It's Mississippi. Uh, it's kind of been a gray area for the past several years since blood tracking has got so big. But now, if you go in the woods at night after dark, you can only have maximum of two dogs and a pistol, forty-five caliber or smaller. Hmm. Long ri- long rifles or against the law now take after dark. So, with a dog or just in general, I, this is news to me. This- this is with a dog. With, with a with a dog. With a dog. Okay. I'm I mean, talking. I'm talking about just with a dog. You know. I'm sure you can't. You know, probably can't carry your rifle through the woods at night either. Well, you know, think about this though. But if you've right. if you've lost a deer, you probably still have your bolt action rifle over your shoulder right. and you're, while you're blood trying. Is it? Is that, is that I, some gray I, area there? I, I hadn't ever really thought about. We it. need to call oh. our good buddy Jason Redden and ask him that. Because yeah. a lot of times, you know, we get calls and. It's like man, we walked up on this deer. We didn't have a, we didn't have anything, and it was laying there. So we went back and got got a gun and came back, and it was gone. So, uh-huh. so we do run into that a lot. Yeah, uh, but for us trackers, they it, it's you know specifies tracking. So for tracking, you can have a forty five caliber or smaller. Right, <laughs> Springfield Armory yeah, fit that pretty one. good. Yeah, Rapid that's fire. Good. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So, so Lanny, you introduced me to Zach. How did you guys meet? Uh, we were we had a uh, used to have a place in Knoxby County uh, that we hunted down there, and we were entertaining uh, some guests down there. Actually, guys, still one of our, our good friends, uh, Robert Arrington, Deer Meat for Deer. You might know him as a YouTube guy. Uh, so, um, it, Deer Meat had actually Robert was was hunting that morning, uh, had a good buck uh, come out on him at about mm, I mean, one hundred twenty yards, something like that, um, and got a shot uh, on the deer. Uh, when we went back and looked at video, I mean, it, you know, it looks, 
he hit, looks like he hit the deer pretty good, honestly, if you go back and look at the video. Uh, but that'll tell you that doesn't necessarily tell everything. Um, so uh, we picked up, started trailing the deer. Uh, and just like, you know, Zach was saying, you know, things just kind of petered out pretty quick. Um, yeah. And some real th- thick, uh, thick stuff. And, uh, you know, we backed out and, and, and made some phone calls. Right. And, and thank goodness Zach showed up. Oh, uh, that day I was at work that day. And uh, my son, I'd, we'd started, or he had started. My, I got a, two sons, one's uh, 15 and one's 19, Dagan and Clark. So they, they help me out when I'm working. You know, they, if they ain't out of school or what, they, they go. So Clark was tracking that day. He started off with a, with a track that morning from the night before. He went to that. Then he had to go to Calhoun City. Then I think he came back to Phoebe. So he called me at work. He said, uh, a guy from Mossy Oak just called. And and I'd been watching deer meat for dinner for years, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh I said, Well you, do you gotta do you gotta go on the track? And he said, Yeah, I'm supposed to be at Macon and I think he told me like two o'clock, something like yeah. that. They had shot it that morning. Gonna give him a little time. He said, Have you ever heard of a deer meat for dinner? I said, Yeah, I watch him on YouTube. He said, Well that's who that's who shot it. Then I told I told my work, I said, Look, I, I got to go. I'm going on this deer track. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was a couple of weeks before he was he came track for y'all. And, yeah, uh, that's right. Reed Isbell and Luke Combs that's was right. over there. We so, had him in West Point. And I, I missed that one. And so Clark, you know, my son, that's, he was just, you know, happy. And I said, but I'm I'm going on this one for deer meat. So <laughs> so that's, you know, I guess we got down there about 2 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. And I remember it is a bunch of white hair. Yep. And usually white, long white hair thinking guts low belly low belly or if it's and i say long like up under uh back legs you know and that's for for me that's i like to see that you know that's most time you got guts and you just give them a little time people give gut shots eight to twelve hours you know it most time wouldn't be no trouble but uh so that's in my mind that's what i was thinking when we went on this track and uh do you you want to tell about no, it? No, go me? ahead, man. You're doing a good job. Yeah, boy, good she, she is so, leaning into you. She's listening to They're talking about me. They're talking about to, me. So uh, we got there, and we turned her loose, and, and, like, she's very, like, she's going to smell her every briar. You know, she's going to smell a leaf. She's going to smell her feet. She's, she tracks real slow. And uh, so she she lined out, and they's like, yeah, this where we went. And I always kind of. I always like to get to where the hunters stop, you know, because you got people tracking and walking, whatever scent the deer's putting out. It might not be blood, but some scent the dog's picking up on a wounded deer. And uh, so we got to the area where they said, well, look, we stopped right here. So she tracked about another hundred yards and got in the thicket and looked like the deer had walked. You know, she just got circling now, and I, I don't know if y'all knew this, but I was kind of worried at that point. Yeah, no, I'm, I was too. Because we we got to a point, but we'd find blood, a little speck of blood over here, then we'd find it over there, like the deer got out there and just kind of circling around. So uh, at that point, when she kind of, I call it mud hole, and we're on the GPS. We use GPS systems, so I can walk her track step for step wherever she walks that's what i do i look at my gps and i walk her track you know and, and if i see a drop of blood that's how i kind of 
you know, just kind of. You know what she's on. Check her, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, seems like we stayed in that area. Oh, why we stayed in that thing in a while? Yeah, 30 minutes to an hour, probably. Yeah. And finally, she kind of started circling bigger and she went down to this creek. I don't know if that's a Noxby River. It's, or, a, it's a tributary off of it. Okay. For sure. And it was, it was flowing that yeah, day. Yeah, it sure was. And we seen tracks going down there, but no blood. And uh, I had my waiter, so I, she she waited on across it. It's about chest deep. She went on across it, and, and I you, I can just watch her and tell, you know. She'll take that nose, and she smells up and down something. She she lines on out. I can just tell if she's on it. And so I told him I was gonna walk across the creek, you know, <clears throat> and check for blood. And uh, I think some of them didn't have boots on, you know, tall yeah. enough to get across it. So I said, hey, look, ain't no ain't no need, y'all walking across it you know you get your feet wet for nothing let let me see you know till she bays or or finds it or something so she got across that creek man it was a straight line i walked probably 40 50 yards over and found another little drop of blood so uh i think she went about 250 to 300 more and jumped it well i was about 100 yards behind her and i, I could see the deer's tail and rack jump you know well it ran right back by me of course, they 300 yards behind me, and you can watch on the video, on the uh, Deer Meat for Dinner tracking video, and it all played out right in front of the cameraman. Mm-hmm. So the dog jumps it and runs it right down. I, my thought in my head was, look, we got one chance at this river. Most time, if a deer's going to stop, it's going to be in the river. <coughs> They'll stop in the creek, a river or creek so the dog can't get to them. So... Uh, uh, it ran right down that river right in front of the cameraman and uh they pitched a rifle and shot the deer right there in front of the camera and finished it the deer almost literally ran us over uh and and it was a special experience but watching that dog work was amazing where was that deer hit to be able to brisket. last that long it was grazed it was grazed it was brisket though yeah. the bullet never entered the Chest body cavity, cavity. Mm-hmm. it just grazed the brisket yeah so that deer would have one hundred percent gotten away. There's yeah. no ifs, ands, or buts about it because when it jumped up and came towards us, it had a full head of steam. Right, I promise you. And luckily, I think I had the rifle because I'd walked across and I pitched it to your son, my son, that yeah. was Clark. My pitched the rifle son. to your son, and then because we heard her get excited and start mm-hmm. barking, barking, and and heard all the crash, and I threw the rifle, and and he looked down it, and there the, there the deer was. They shot it that morning. It, was, it was the morning, and it was probably what. It was before dark yeah, when we got it, was like it done. Yeah, four o'clock. Yeah, once at all, probably. But to watch her in that thicket, because I, I was too. I had never been. I had never met Zach or 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 been around Daya. In Daya. Daya. Mark that time ago. Yeah, I've been around Daya. The H is silent. Yeah, but watching her, you know, at first I was like, is she that methodical and and that patient? But in that thicket, I believe she was walking every track he did. He mm-hmm. might have done. I don't know how many times he went around it, but she followed it, and then pop right back out there and i was standing beside her when she got to the creek and she walked she went to that flowing water and looked straight across it and 100 percent new and just right across the water and then it, and then it turned up a notch you know when she got over there right it, it was pretty intense. straight straight line then so. but to reinforce what it is she sniffed Every limb, it was, branch. All I saw was the video, but it was really interesting. It to was watch. such a pleasure to watch her work. You and know? it's it's kind of aggravating sometimes because she's so methodical. You know, she wants to smell. My other two dogs, they they track quicker, but they they will miss more. They might make a big loop, you know, a fifty yard loop where she'll make a five 
five circle, you know, if she loses it. And she ain't worried about you. She's looking what? I'm doing my job. <laughs> yeah. So this sounds like this was not a typical track job with that deer still being alive like that. Well, probably I'm going to say 75% of the tracks deer are alive, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what I expect. When they call, usually call me, unless it's a gut shot and they've left it lay and they know it's a gut shot and done the right thing, you know. Well, gut shot's pretty much going to die. You know, it might take a day or two, but they're they're going to die. It just so, needs, needs time. So what is the right thing? What would you prefer somebody uh, to do? A lot of them. You, that's my question I ask when somebody calls me. Mm-hmm. Well, do you have any idea where you hit? Mm-hmm. Well, most most of them. Right, like in, right in the goodies. <laughs> I know I made a good shot. That's what most of them say. But usually if you find bone, that's mm-hmm. going to be a leg. Yeah. That long white hair I was talking about, that's going to be low belly or, or maybe up testicle area, mm-hmm. back back leg, you know, Punch. under the back leg. Uh, so leg shots, we like to get on them quick as we can. Don't always happen like that. And you can still find legs. I found a leg shot one time. You don't. I don't ever uh, expect a leg bone to be dead. Mm-hmm. I went on one 32 hours one time, Whew. and it was a back leg, and it was dead in the creek. Now, I don't know if it really wasn't that much blood, but it might have laid there and went and shot. I don't know, but it it was dead. Mm-hmm. That's that's one of the ones I remember. But uh, uh, most time, I, that's what I'm going to ask. Do you mm-hmm. know if you got gut matter or bone? A lot of them just say blood, you know. Most time it ain't lung blood. They'll say lung blood, but most time yeah. lung blood, it's gonna be you. You gonna be able to find it within hundred or so yards. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about that real quick, Dudley. What, what typically, if you walk up on blood and you've got, how do you identify lung blood? It's usually kind of pinkish and bright, and right. bubbly, right? Bright, like yeah, pink. So, what about muscle blood? I'm looking at you, Zach. What? It, Sometimes that muscle blood's like a darker, what I've like a darker red. <clears throat> of course, good. It's gonna be dark. Liver's gonna be dark. And like sometimes, I mean, I just I tell them I don't know a brisket. What I've seen, if you hit them across a brisket, <clears throat> it's gonna look like you pouring blood out of a bucket, probably for a hundred yards. Then it's gonna it's gonna stop. The Furminator is the industry's most versatile piece of food plot equipment, allowing plotters to do every step of the process, working the soil, adding seed and soil supplements, and compacting from start to finish with a single implement. It's hassle-free by design. Set it for the seed size and simply drive the tractor, and the Furminator does the rest. Check it out at theferminator.com. If somebody's out there and they've, they've shot a deer, they think they've got a decent shot on, you know, and they, they give it the proper time, um, they they go for a retrieval and you know within a hundred yards uh, they start they run out of blood. You, you probably want them to stop right then. I say if you run out of blood and and you think if it's good deer and you're thinking about calling the dog, I mean you can go get out you know thirty forty fifty Grid yards. Out. I I can we can work through that. But when you get four or five buddies out there grid searching and man we done walked eighty acres or yeah we can't. That's just going. I'm pretty much, especially right in the if I right in the middle of the rut, your your phone is just. And I want to. I have to start screening calls. I want to help right. the people that I think I can help. Right, sure. So, the worst call I get is, man, I shot this when it dropped. It laid there five minutes. We got down and got the four wheeler, and we went back. 
to get you it, and run off. I'm pretty much going to tell you, look, I probably can't help you. you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's shooting at the horns. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say, it's usually high around the spine, not broke the spine, but spine shocked them. And mm-hmm. Yes. I tell my boys growing up, growing up, Man, if they still kicking, they lay on the ground, look, a bullet don't cost that much. Just shoot it again. Exactly. Just shoot it again. Pay you know? the insurance. Grease on the arrow. Yeah, you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whenever so, you see that grease on an arrow. That's right. You you're you it's not good. Mm-hmm. Although I will say grease on the arrow, by my experience, means the deer's gonna be fine too. Right. Well yeah, me me and you both. We've had several of those. Yes. Mm-hmm. I went to uh and y'all know him, Lance Portero. Yeah. I mm-hmm. went I went to a little kid had shot one other night. He showed me the video. Kid shot it. It kicked around on the ground mm-hmm. with an arrow, you know, for a minute. We got over there. She jumped it, <clears throat> ran it, made a big old loop, and came back. And and finally, she just can't. She went. She was. She was done with it. Well, of course, it probably went a mile, you know. Right. And uh, he said, "I think it's." I said, "Well, I think it's." And sure enough, he sent me a picture two days ago. Come right on Came back. Came right on back. <laughs> it had a hole right there in top of his shoulder yeah. there. So. It happens. It happens. They are so tough. No, they yeah. are amazingly tough. Toxie, you've got a dog story. You've had a, a years a ago. Them, yeah. yeah. I got a bunch of them. It's just, I will say the big picture that's like the most, just about the most ethical thing you can do as a deer hunter, especially a bow hunter, is have a well-trained tracking dog or have access like to him and a yeah. well-trained tracking right. dog. It, uh. The most ethical thing is to like take a good right. shot, make sure you're dialed in, you know. Right. To start with, you do everything you can do, but no matter how, yeah, it's that's hunting. hunting. Yeah, yeah, especially it's bow hunting. especially bow hunting. It's yeah, gonna right. happen. And if you've done everything yeah. you can to take a good shot, then just be at peace with it. But then, an experienced dog like these is just the most priceless thing you can get your hands on for that. I've, yeah, I've recovered. Um, I guess that first deer I ever killed at Shimola with my bow, and he's still on the mountain, really good deer. First mm-hmm. of the really big deer I killed with the bow, probably. Uh, I was like 1990, maybe. Eight, uh, something like that. The first year. And uh, Jason that worked at Ben Craig had a dog that had been – he got him from someone who trained him. It was really well trained. And plus, that's the thing that makes them really great. Uh, the, the That dog was great, but he worked at Bent Creek, and they killed, what, 300 deer a year. Right, a lot of work. And so he's tracking deer all the time. Uh, Sam Monroe, because uh, his buddy down there worked for, uh, oh, God, um, Will Primos' buddy where he grew up turkey hunting. Anyway, Sam Monroe trained him, and he, he people called him mm-hmm. from all over the countryside. And then the the best one I can remember way back in the earliest days was the Willow Point bow hunting place. Yeah. Where, and those dogs, it was amazing. They were almost all labs, but they lived with those guys, and they – they they had them on deer constantly their whole life, and it was just incredible. Right, you it know, it just taught like me so much. Part of the hunt, yeah, oh, yeah it was. Yeah. And so they made so much money from tips because those dogs had put you know dozens and dozens of deer in Pope and Young over in Louisiana. You know, that's a Louisiana island, mm-hmm. and I can still remember at the time it taught me a lot because they would it would say like um, so. You know, most of the time y'all have to get the dog. It's the guy who went to look for the deer, and they, they feel like they hit them good, but they can't find them. So you don't get the chip shots. No, we don't get the chip shots. They've already <laughs> found them. I said, of the deer you take, uh, the dog, how many how many of them do you find? He said, you know, 80. 
80 plus percent of them. That's that's. He said because right. they're on the island. He said unless the if the deer's hit, and and unless it's just not hit good at all, the dogs are gonna find this deer because it's an island there too. Right. Unless the deer gets in the river and gets away from them. And I, yeah. I remember at the time thinking, well, how much you know when we take people, you know, we took a lot of guests. Uh, so the gut shot deer was the big thing. So we would just you know as soon as you hear someone say gut shot, your heart sinks. You know. In my experience, you know, my la- lack of experience, let's call it that, growing up with this. And he said, what do you mean? He said, I said, well, I mean, those you find. He said, oh, 100%. We, sure. if, if you gut shot deer, it's it's found. Right. That's... Our dogs find them every time, 100% of the time. And I was like, wow. He's like, they just don't get away from them, you know. Hmm. Now, sometimes – he, the way he described it to me, and you, I, I'm, I'm not telling, I'm asking you to confirm it. He said, a gut shot deer is a lot like food poisoning. I mean, within 10 minutes or less, they're overcome with this nauseous, just over, just feeling awful. Just And if they're complete, if you hadn't hit them in something really, really painful, and there's not a bunch of smell and noise, within 10 minutes they're gonna, or less, they're going to bed back down because right. they feel awful. And that's why it's so critical. He said, do not push that deer. Do not go look for that deer. Try to get out of your stand. Either sit there and don't move and wait if you can't, or, you know, don't get out of there with making a lot of noise or your scent blowing where they're going into. Just don't push them, and we'll find that deer every time. And that's exactly right. Uh, Most time we see around the 500 mark, it's probably where a gut shot deer. It may be less than that, you know. Yeah. I people have shot deer, and they run over there fifty yards and lay down, and and lay there. Once they get to look for blood, they jump them up. Now, if you could get out of your stand and not go look, That's and right. just knew, I believe that deer would be dead laying yeah. right there yeah. in mm-hmm. in twelve hour or eight, yeah. whatever how long it took. But once you, if you like gut shot deer, if if somebody calls his gut shot and wants us to come within an hour. Mm-mm. I mean, the dogs they run it, but a lot of times it's not going to stop. You know, it. I've been on gut shot deer. It's been shot, you know, twenty four, thirty hours and still be alive and standing on his feet. You know, it'd be real low belly, but uh, I mean, it just takes a while for him to get sick. Well, the other thing is the the longer they've been hit, then the weaker they are. Right. So when he puts his dog on them, if they can still go, and the dogs start to push that deer. They probably won't go very far before they just, they right. just pile up and you can get up on them and get a right, shot. Right, them all. But if you put them on a fresh, a freshly gut shot deer, depending on where it's hitting the guts, could run a long ways if something's pushing it. Yep. So yes. all these years, uh, the, the, these recoveries that you've done, have you are, – are there things that you've learned – so that, uh, you know, when you pull up to a site and you look on Onyx at the lay of this land, do you already know, okay, well, that deer's going to go, he, he's headed to, over here to this. I get I get to look. A lot of, I say, misinterpretation is if somebody shoots a deer, they'll shoot it and lose blood. They'll say, well, I walked I, I walk to that creek. And, you know, that's what people think, deer go to water. And, and they do, but they ain't just going to get shot and run straight to a water hole and you know it's we we catch a, a lot of deer in creeks or lakes you know that they go to that trying to get get away from the dog you know if they put pressure on them but a lot of gut shots you will find them in water i guess they develop i've heard a fever or yeah. are you sick and they try to cool their self off so but when i pull up you know i 
I'm looking for highways, landlines, creeks, big lakes. You know, I've 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 told people before. You know, if we're gonna catch catch him, it, it might be in this lake over here. You know, you know who owns this lake. You know, you try to figure, yeah, all that. You know, yeah. You do you keep her on a leash or do you no? Her loose? I, I run GPS, so so she's free to go. I've I've trained her like that from the time. You know, that's awesome. So first when I started. I had two young boys coming up, so it was it was perfect, you know, because they like to shoot deer, and and that's what I trained them on. And I wouldn't recommend anybody, you know, a lot of people likes to train their dogs on people's trophies like you got around the wall. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I say the fourth year was when I really seen her. We found 101 deer that year. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and it it took me and my two boys, and it was we found seven. I I remember I I worked. I got off one morning. I worked nights. Got off one morning. And I, I had a track lined up from the night before, and I started. I came over here to I went to uh here to West Point, Nettleton, back to Kill Michael, back up here to Prairie, then back down there to Sherwood, and I I found five. So, and I was pushing it to work. I said, look, I'm going to be a little late. And I'm, I'll be there. And of course, they know during tracking season, that's, you know, they, they work with me on it. So, uh, then my son, we swapped places. He took my truck and he went and found two more that night. So that's from, from Christmas to New Year's. That's about how it is. Everybody's in the woods. Everybody's off for hunting, you know, and ruts going. And it's just, uh. It's got to rank up there with the most rewarding things it, you could it, do for people hunting. Right. Guys. I mean, we pride ourselves on adding value to the outdoor family. You know, just right. it all kind of myriad of ways, but that's one we don't really touch right there, and that's a great one. I it, bet you you've know. got some big hugs out there. In the oh, world. man, I, it was a one. Well, just a, not a – I mean, even it's a doe. It's just it's, a non-wasted right. deer. It's such a – I mean, me, it don't have to be a big I, one like that for that's me. That's right. To, you know, some of my best tracks. I, I pulled up on a – I never forget it, up in the Kilgore Hills – Two years ago, pulled up there, the boy was crying. It's good deer. <laughs> you know, he's crying, and they attract his deer a long ways. And I was like, well, you know, did y'all just lose blood? I said, yeah, we just lost. I said, can you get me close to where you, where you lost it? They said, we can, can get you pretty close. So, and, we're, and she lined out, you know, she lined out. And the way they walked out, the deer was laying within 20 yards. Yep. They went out a different way. And they spooked the deer out. Mm-hmm. So, but she lined out. And we probably went another five, 600 yards. At that point, I'm walking her track. I'm Some tracks, I know I'm not going to find the deer, but I'm trying to prove to the hunter, look, your deer's going to be all right. If I can find you a drop of blood and then it bled and, Six or seven hundred yards, and I find you another drop. It's, a lot of times, it makes a hunter feel better, you yes, know. Yes, it's hard for somebody to walk behind me and ain't seeing no sign. But and I'm looking at this GPS, walking this track. It's it, it's still hard for me, but I walk behind her so much, I know she's on the right deer. But anyway, with that story, I got there. He was upset, you know. He didn't shot a big deer and couldn't find it. So we'd probably went five or six hundred yards. Through, back through the a green field we walked in through a green field through scrapes i mean it's ridiculous down a logging road and we turn off that logging road in the thicket there's a piece of bone laying there 
<laughs> I picked that bone up. I said, we still we still got a chance. You know, don't give up on me yet. And it probably went another three or 400, and she got it bathed down there. And uh, I said, we got pretty close. It was thick. In the daylight, if you get one bathed, a lot of times they'll sit there forever for a dog. But when they see a human, boom, they gone. And you might not ever, dog might not ever catch it again. So I said, look, y'all just stay here. Let me ease. I went, you know, slipping up through there like you turkey hunting, right? Mm-hmm. And and find that deer is out in the cutover, and uh, got a shot on it. So, boy came up here and it was all everybody was happy. And he was just kind of being quiet. He was over there crying. Bot <laughs> makes me want to cry, you know, yeah. thinking about it. Toe up. He was yeah. he was so happy, you know, that yeah. that it ended up like that. But he went from crying to crying you know you can see the whole different, <laughs> different mood, kind of mood yeah. changes from <laughs> from a bad cry to a good cry so that's that's really why I'm, i do it you know that's uh, cool. I, I got i guess hooked on it with my boys coming up and just kind of got led to you know this buddy called and he, then it start just a word spread so so how long you been at, at this uh my oldest dog is 10 this year yeah so I guess when about 2015 is kind of <coughs> when I started tracking 16 with the public. <clears throat> then I had a good dog. He was probably going to be the, I don't know if he's going to be better than her, but he had been right up here with her. Uh, I turned him out of the pen one day to take him to the shop to give him a heartworm medicine, and they left, gone. The mm. other, My 10-year-old dog came back, and this one was about two years younger than him, so he'd been about eight right now. And uh, That was in April. <clears throat> Never heard, seen nothing. Other dog came back. He was skin and bones. You know, mm. looked terrible. After yeah. two days, I didn't think a dog could look like that. But uh, it was in July that uh, somebody had called me and found his collar. Like six miles away, right off the side of the road next to an old carcass dump, you know. Mm-hmm. I think uh-huh. somebody got it and fi- was fighting their dogs, you know, mm. bulldogs or something. And, Goodness but, anyway. I had the same experience. Yeah, you should. You should so, uh, the original Timbo. So I'm going to say around 2015 is really when I. <laughs> you tell us a drought when your dog wants your water bottle. Got in it. So. so are there things that you've like learned like, boy, that deer's not going to go uphill or, or if he's injured badly or they're always going to go down? Just no, little things I like mean, that. I mean, I've learned. I'm still learning because I see there something new every, every year that you wouldn't think this deer or that deer would do. Uh, so there's no, there's no, uh, there's no rhyme or reason. So if, no, if you no. injure, if you hit a deer and it's going uphill, right. you should expect stay. the unexpected. Right. But that's I, right. I would ask, what could you tell all of us? I heard you say a couple of like, not just stuff you've learned they do, but what can we do smarter? Now we always have the rule in our camps or in our group and whatever, you know, when in doubt, back out, right. all those things, but it's just so hard it is. Every, people are so eager, and I, I mean, Lanny gets eager. He's like me. Did you? What'd you do? He's like, oh, we went and looked for it already. I said, you know, I, and I, we all are impatient, and it's right. so critical. There's, there's almost no reason to barge in and look for a deer. That's right. Right. You know? I say if you ain't found it within the first 150 yards, if you ain't got blood gushing, if you get 150 yards, and you if you see any gut matter or any bone, uh. Even if you don't want to call a dog, at the 150, 200 yard, just back out yeah, and give it weight. Yeah, because, I mean, the, he said something earlier by my um, findings over time. It's like a tract, and it, you know, because I remember because my kids were younger, they would always ask me, Did we, I can't find blood. Does that mean to stop bleeding that? 
I was like, no, I don't think the deer stopped bleeding. I think we got to find it. Most of the time, it's taking a really abrupt turn. Right. Because when you start tracking in your mind, you just start charting a path almost mm-hmm. unconscious. I know where he's going. He's been going in a straight line, blah, blah, blah. And so just don't assume anything is, I think, the, the, the smart thing. Well, we all know about, hey, hey, let's drop a little piece of toilet paper and, mm-hmm. and oh, Lanny, yeah, you stay yeah. here while I go yeah. find. Mm-hmm. And then invariably, we kind of just start leapfrogging. Too far. And too Lanny late. tries to get ahead yeah. of you. Yeah. And yeah. next thing you know, you and Yeah. And a lot of people do that. That's, that's what we like to see is people dropping toilet paper where they stop. What I don't like to hear is, man, we lost blood and end up getting lost. Uh, well, yeah. Can you, can you yeah. get take me back to where, no. you know? Because- <laughs> well, the, the thing I like so much about being more patient with any kind of hit is, like, if by chance the deer's still alive, there's so much better chance that the dog might push it or keep, you know, or bay it or something than if it's really fresh, mm-hmm. you know, and it's only been a, just a little while and you bump it yourself. So giving it time lets a deer wear down more on a marginal hit. I think bleed right. more, lose strength, so the infection the- sets in, whatever. So Nosler is known for their bullets, and now they're making suppressors. Nosler suppressors are made for hunting. Adding a Nosler suppressor to your rifle will make you a quieter, more accurate, and more effective hunter. Protect your hearing and disturb less game with a Nosler suppressor. The time to hunt quiet is now. Learn more at Nosler.com. Hey guys, Dudley from Gamekeepers here. I want to tell you about the all-new Gunner Dog Bowl. It's designed for home and built for travel. It's customizable, leak-resistant, light on weight, solid on durability, and rust-proof. Like other Gunner products, they're made in Nashville and designed for everywhere. We keep saying, y'all keep saying bay. And, and, and tell me, what is that's when a deer's not going to go any further. Right. He just turns around and says, I'm going to fight right. this dog. Well, that's what the deer did that is Shimola that y'all referred to, that mm-hmm. really big deer, the first one I'd kill with a bow. And Jason from Big Creek came with this dog, really well trained. He'd already found a pile of deer, and he'd gotten pretty famous in that part of the world. over. And I, you know, when I shot, I knew what had happened because right when I, you know, back in the day, I was shooting a 35 inch arrow, you know, just full length. 25, 17, 48 inch yeah. organ, you know. <laughs> Jerry Simmons' head. Yeah, yeah it was. Yeah. And so, um, right when I released, the deer took a step and I could see that it hit him back, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it was just, it was almost too high. I'm surprised it wasn't a femoral artery hit, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. It was high. It would have been a gut shot or in the back of the rib cage, but it was high, kind of right behind the lungs. Well, anyway, we ended up I, – I waited about an hour or two and went and looked and uh, didn't see a lot of blood. And I mean, I'm just looking where I shot. Mm-hmm. And then I just came back out, and then because I knew of Jason because of cousin and all, and called him. They got there about noon. This was a morning hunt, so maybe four hours later, and the dog uh, – you know, put it on it, found blood, and not 100 yards from where I shot the deer. It's kind of a little thicket where we clear-cut some stuff. Boom, he, he hollered. Yeah. I see deer, man, it was a good one. Oh, my gosh, it was a good deer. But he jumped up. He's still right. alive, and my heart sank. He said, and immediately Jason uh-huh. said, no, 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 I saw I saw the deer when he jumped him up. We're going to push him because I guarantee you, I, what I looked at, if this dog will push him, he's going to – and he, he ran him maybe a hundred yards and he, he had gone down already and jumped him up again. He said, look, we're going to find this deer. And I was mm-hmm. sick because the deer wasn't dead. And sure yeah. enough, another hundred yards, we got in there and there he was. And he was just up on his front legs and he couldn't go anymore. Right. And the dog wasn't barking. And they was just sitting there holding him. Mm-hmm. And I ended up 
shooting every air in my quiver finally. <laughs> I was like so nervous. Over there. He was finally like, get up there, get up there close. Get close, man. Yeah, go on <laughs> to get up there close. I was just trying to shoot. Anyway, it was so exciting. It was so messy, but uh, I learned a lot from that. So do you uh, see him bay up a lot? Oh, yes. Like I say. Did they ever hurt the dog? But he knew, like you would know. I, right. it, it, I was so down when the deer jumped up. But he was like, no, no, no. We're right. fixing to find this. We're fixing to get him, you know. Right. If she's by herself, if she's tracking by herself and she, she bays, I call it real loose. She'll be, you know, 10, 15 yards out from the deer barking, you know, don't right. put no, she ain't putting no pressure on it. She's just waiting for me to get there to finish mm-hmm. it. And my male dog, he's a little more catchy. You know, he, he'll stay back and bark, but he'll like be right in her face barking. Nip and, at him a little bit. Or and, and if he thinks he can get, behind them and get them down by their tail or let he's gonna try it well if she's with him that's what she's gonna do and i was telling them she got first day of bow season she just got her staples out a couple of weeks ago Mm-mm. she got hooked you got know time. had a had a big big buck in a bean field bait and uh so yeah we and we he see, swung at her and, and right caught her. Do, they, do they try to catch and hold the deer sometimes he, my male does. Yeah. Now, if she's with him, she picks up that bad habit, and she yeah. wants to also. I'm going too. Yeah. yeah. But but I don't I don't want that. I would rather them sit there and bay and let us you know ease He's in and finish yeah. it. They used to have those big old labs. That, well, the point I referred to them. They would they would take them two of them together, and they they talked about how right. they would catch them and hold them right. sometimes. You, you had know. that little yacht terrier that would. He would. Oh, good gosh, they were ferocious. <laughs> but those were ferocious. But that deer I was telling you about. Uh. October first, he he gave it. Oh, it was two o'clock. It was ninety three degrees. Wow. You know, October first gave it two o'clock that day, and she jumped it, and I seen it was alive. So I, I turned my mail loose. They probably ran another three or four hundred yards, and we got up there, and it looked like the most perfect shot. Huh. I, mean, I was like, I can't. I don't. I don't understand. You know, and what happened? His blade. His broadhead blade cut. He sent me the picture the next day. Cut the bottom of uh, the heart. And the, the guys, Danny Golson, y'all have heard. Oh yeah, that it was him. And uh, he so he he hit the bottom of that heart. You know, cut it, cut a slice in the bottom of that heart. But not and that deer to, was still alive. Yeah, you know, six seven hours later. Wow, they had plenty of fight. Yeah. Hmm. So they're tough. They so, are so tough. I think you and I might have talked about this. Um, <clears throat> It amazes me that just like where we were in Knoxville County, there are just tons of deer, yet she knows yeah. which one to track. So, right. That's what's amazing to me, the, to be honest with you. The way I trained her, a lot of people do drag rags and training. Me, I trained them on shot, trained her on shot deer. You know, mm-hmm. my kids shot. Then I might go over here to a feeder, get a picture, and dump her out over at the feeder, hmm. you know. With no shot deer, deer sent everywhere, and if she tries to, whatever, scold her, you know, right. and then take her back, you know, next day or whatever, put her on a shot deer, huh. and whatever, ain't no blood. People asking me, I don't, I don't know what she, she just put several he things together. They, Sam Monroe and, said they know that he would, know. he did say if you to try to train, he would always when he was training dog. He said for the first six or eight. 
He said, no, he didn't. He would he would keep some blood frozen right. and some cut hides, but it was just after a dog was trained, right. he would just keep them in shape and practice and try to trick them. And, right. But he said the first six or eight is when you kill a deer, someone friend of yours, and they the deer's dead. It's not a very long right. track, and there's lots of blood. You know the deer's right there dead. Then go get the dog. Right. So mm-hmm. it's a sure thing for, he said, at least six or eight times. He said, then you're off and running. And there's lots to train them from that, but that's the that's what he told me to that's get them it. started. That's it. And don't try to do the drag rag or the, the the you know the other stuff until they're already trained. Actually, I've hauled them in many a times when I went hunting. Or my boy's been hunting, and, and we leave leave them at the four wheeler or side by side. Leave them in the dog box. You know, might not shoot nothing that day, but we got them. And a lot of times for my kids, you know, shoot one. Let's just go find it. No, we going back and get the dog. You we going even though we know it's a good shot. Or yeah. Whatever, <clears throat> well, yeah. of course, you don't want to do that on somebody else's dog. That I mean, deer. That's they won't really like a trophy. You right, know, you right. want, you want to train them on yours. Or look, I bring my dog. You know, if you shoot one, let me get you them know, started. Get them started on it. So you need you need friends and yeah, you, uh, need dead deer, right? <laughs> and that's and uh, I think uh, just uh, the biggest thing is having control of you know get them where you can beep them, call them back. Right. You don't want them. You know, if you got to stop them, you don't want to bust somebody else's hunt up on the next property over at four o'clock in the evening. You know, right. that's the last thing you want. So a lot of times we we try to go after dark. You know, if, if it happens, you ain't messing up nobody's hunt. I never I never had a problem with anybody. You know, at night, you know, call them say, look, you mind if I go in here? I'm sure it's you know it's a time, but I've, I've I never had the G- Thank God for the GPS collar too. It's right, changed I don't. Everything. I don't. Yeah, I couldn't do it, I don't think, without it. <laughs> yeah, well, they used to be, in the old days, they'd always put a bell on that's, them, and, you know? And that's the first deer I ever shot. I had a little bear. I was 12 years old. They, oh. My mom and daddy wouldn't give him. That was my Christmas present. That Christmas coming up, but they wouldn't give it to me until Santa Claus brought it. So I had a little toy bear bow, and I had rigged it up with the cables. We was pulling about 35 pounds, but, man, it was, I still got it. It was a contraction. <laughs> and I... My brother, we we sh- we shooting pods. He put me a pod on that arrow, and I stuck a big old doe with that, and no blood. I could see the air hanging out of it, you know, when it ran off. You know, right. it just probably had that much ding, in it. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> and, and my neighbor had a, a lab named Ginger, and she'd found several deer. And that bale, put that bale on that dog, and uh, went out in the cutover. Of course, it didn't make it far with that pod, probably 150 yards. But uh, wow, that's kind of. That started, started me off kind yeah. of the probably, you know. Long time ago. Yeah. Long time yeah. ago. I was going to say, when your first one, something happens on your first deer, right. it imprints you for life. Right. Yeah. Now, ain't no telling. I probably missed three or four deer before I actually hit one with that mm-hmm. little boat. I didn't have no sight. You know, I'm not going to even say how many deer I missed before I killed my first one. It was <laughs> it was embarrassing. Yeah. Me neither. So, wow. Dudley, you got a question? Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying much. I'm, <laughs> I'm just soaking all this in. Uh, it's, it's really interesting to me, but... Uh, I know, you know, people have been trying to attack the whole, you know, using right. dogs to hunt thing. Mm. Um, what are like, is there some kind of controversial or gray area topic or something it where, is. where people try to I beat mean, y'all down? Oh, I mean, like, yes. All the time. Um, oh. So what, I mean, what would be an example of something like that? And what would your answer be to them? Oh, uh, if you shoot a, a leg off, people a lot of times say, well, deer can make it three-legged. But my point, if if my one dog can stop at a three legged deer, 
pack of four or five coyotes can sure get it. Oh, no, every ain't time. no yeah. doubt about it. I can't imagine yeah. anybody. I mean, some people just want to make right, you know, something dark you know, out of everything. But I can't imagine yeah. something should be controversy free more than the recovery dog. Me neither. I mean, it's Honestly, almost long yeah, I mean, you could attack try. everything else about hunting if you want to, but I don't see how you could attack. That's the most humane thing. Yeah, the recovery in all of hunting is the recovery deer. So make sure nothing's ever wasted. You know, and and I've had I've uh, tracked. Uh, Matter of fact, this one I remember, my son shot it right there at the end of deer season. Found bone, hit it in the front leg. And we turned loose on it, ran that deer. Dog just didn't get it, lost it, whatever. And it was, uh, I'm going to say about eight days later, the neighbor on the property over there, he called me. He said, y'all didn't shoot no deer, uh, did you, towards the end of season anywhere around here? I said, yeah, Dagan shot one, we ran it. He said, well, my old lab's got it bayed over here in the pond. How about that? That's <laughs> so awesome. That was, and the deer was sick then. It, right. You know, he went over and finished it off, done had fever in the leg. So it might not die, you know, it might not yeah, die. I mean, that. I mean there's, but that's the point right there. That deer was suffering. It was suffering. And it had been suffering were, for eight days. Yeah, and right. The, and uh, so. I mean, we don't want the deer to suffer. And no. We want to make, we want to make ethical shots, but, I mean, it, it doesn't always happen. Right. Well, and, there's there's limbs that you uh, don't see. I mean, no oh, matter man, how much care you take, things happen. But, right. you, I mean, you think about a wild animal, they, you know, we've seen that nature, uh, our Nature's friend metal. Rick at Nature's yeah. Metal. It, it's not always, no. you know, easy to watch. But yeah. uh, you I, think about that deer that's in our freezer and how good of a life it had. Mm-hmm. Up until that point, right? Um, it, it's really hard to argue any of these. Uh, to your point, and, I think I'd rather be baited up and shot than ran down by a bunch of coke. Right. <laughs> yeah. oh, no or doubt. die from infection. Yeah, or die from right. infection. Right. So my so, point, if I if I if I can stop it within twelve or fourteen or twenty four hours, or even if I don't stop it, you know, if I don't stop it, it's still deer that has been found. You know, that yeah. people yes. Yes. find them sick or even find them dead. So it might take a you. I think if anybody shoots one, gets hair, meat, whatever, if it's worth if 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 it's worth it, yes. you know, putting time to go in hunting and you shoot one and you make a bad shot, put the effort in and try to recover it. One hundred percent. It might not, it, and it might not get recovered. But at least you done the hunter done all. That's he, right. All yeah. he can um, do, you know. So Zach, what do you? What what do you charge uh, if a guy calls you? I don't ever put a price on it. Uh, I mean, it's just whatever they want to pay. Some of them. What's a what's a good what would don't you, don't want to pay? I don't because Bobby, you putting them on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, I, I'm gonna tell you, I'm, I, I, I'm gonna step in because I was completely impressed because he came out there and they his his crew worked their butt off for deer meat and then he tried to pay them and asked them what they charge and they said we don't charge. You know, right. and it was just up to well, that's not fair. That's no, but that, I mean, that's I think, right. and then Robert was so excited. Of course, you know, he did something for him. But right, it was up good, to for them. Him. Yeah. good for yeah, him. Yeah, he, you know, most people treat you right. Yeah, I, I mean, you think, I don't want a deer. Some people's not as fortunate as others. Right, you know, if you pull up, pull up on a big uh club on the Mississippi <laughs> River, and I mean, you can tell. Yeah, yeah. yes. Then you uh, leave there. Your, and, is that your cabin? <laughs> yeah, leave leave there, and nobody. Yeah, pays you nothing, and you, you know it's kind of. But you don't want somebody out there that's got nothing that's hunting and shoots a big deer and right. ain't got the money. That's you don't. Right. You don't want let mo- I don't want to let money get in the way of somebody recovering. That deer. is really cool. That is yeah. extremely cool. So yes. so I can 
like my son went last year, he found a deer over in Columbus for this couple. And uh, they paid him $100. You know, that was, mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty much around, you know, if somebody gives you $100, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, you can't complain about that around here. Nobody, right. you know, but. Uh, well, my experience with having a couple of run-ins with people that, uh, one was in Texas at a you know a pretty nice right. place we'd get got to go to them. that's that's a bargain of a lifetime. Oh, right, I did a smoking deal. But he called me and said, "Daddy, I don't want to take his money." Wow, cause it was egotistical. It was not very fortunate. They didn't have yeah. it. No. But but he 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 mm-hmm. made him take it. So yeah. that's the kind of people that I like to. That's yeah. not that's right. nice, Clark. Right, yeah, it's real a, nice. It's Clark. A, I mean, he's it's a community service, in my right. opinion. Well, you know, it's, it's, yeah, you know, it was the money. I mean, the money ain't a. It's if also you do a, a hobby. For money, you, you, you ain't doing it. You <laughs> doing <laughs> the wrong thing. Yeah. Well, that's my point too. Is <laughs> right. that you? You're so good at it because you love it. That's about all of our. Work. Right. I mean, that's love right. what you come right. to work to do. If you love that so much, that's why you've right. gotten so good at it. And so I think that, she loves you too. Looking at her, man. By the way, she is a beautiful dog. Is can you tell what you get? Have an idea what kind she is? She's a beautiful dog. Yeah, she is a beautiful dog. <laughs> She's a uh, a black mouth cur. Black cur. Mouth I was going to say a cur. Yeah, black I've heard of mountain cur. curs. Look how like, she blends yeah. into that brush couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, black mouth cur. Beautiful yeah. dog. Too. So I, I got to ask you: Have you ever recovered? Like, I mean, just a, like a super giant deer. There we go, Mister Trophy. Yeah, always, always about the bone. Got a story of something like that. I mean. That's one reason why you would call him is if you. I think I recovered sure. a a one sixty one time, but it was just kind of a, uh, I guess it's say a boring track, it's four or five hundred yard track, and it was dead, right. and you know it was, he done the right thing on gut shot, but the one I re- <clears throat> remember it was uh, I think it scored one fifty four. Young young guy, he's in college, called, well, well. and uh, so I told my youngest son was with me. You know, we went down there, and, and at the shot site, man, it was blood everywhere. You know, I thought, man, this can't be far. So went on tracking where he stopped. They tracked about three hundred yards, but still had blood. You know, they was they said, well, look, we stopped. So from that point, she bayed it probably three hundred yards. We eased in there. Every time that deer would see us, it would break and run, run two or three hundred more yards, stop again. And I mean, it was wide open woods. We could not get nowhere close. <laughs> so this went on for eight or ten bays over a mile. You know, he was just teasing us. And finally, I looked at my Jeep. I said, "She's got him in that creek." And I said, "Dakin." Of course, he eats this. My youngest boy. I said, "Take this gun and you slip in there." I said, "Whatever you got to do, get down the creek." You know. First of all, watch the dog. Do not shoot the dog. I said, but you slip in there like you trying to slip up on a turkey or a look up in the face, and you kill this deer. And, uh, of course, and that's, you know, a big rack. You know, every time we'd break, we'd see that big, big. Running away. Running away. Ah! Really look big, you know. And uh, Yeah, they always look big. He's running away. We, running we, away, they double. We end up in, in, in getting it. And I think that track is on that, my uh YouTube channel, YouTube so channel. which is Zach Crowley twenty seven. So there it is. But, well, I tell you what, listen to these, listen to the the, the service that, dog, it? that he provides. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, are there networks across other states that you guys work with or are aware of at least? Alabama, oh, Georgia, Alabama's got them, Tennessee's got them, and I kind of look, you know, and it's other like uh, it's net networks all over Mississippi, and we, I mean, uh, 
if if I ain't got no other tracks to cover, if they call me, look, you know, they come into them Facebook pages, and they, if it's in the area, if I'm available, I'll, still, I'll go track, you know. I ain't worried about the uh, really, you know, who I track for. It's just, I mean, a lot of these people out here hunting, they shoot a deer, they don't know one tracking page from another. They mm-hmm. just looking for somebody with a dog, you Might know. help. So, but if you, if you, I just say if people's going to use a dog, do your research and make sure it's a, a you know, proven dog. Mm-hmm. You don't yes. want to uh, just turn loose on dog on anything. And they run live deer all over your place. You know, that's just. just well, it's frustrating. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to catch your dog, and I mean, it happens to all of us. You're gonna have bad tracks, you know. Yeah. It's not gonna go right or something. It's always, but. So are you? Are you when you're calling her back to you? You're just toning her with the GPS call. Most time, I can just holler at her. But if yeah, you, you know, a lot of times I just it's got a tone and a shot. Yeah, yeah. You can tone them and they'll come she'll, on back. She'll come yeah, on back. We'll put that around your neck and tone you. you in come a little on. While, <laughs> That don't make them strong enough. Yeah. That don't make them strong enough. So look, while Dudley's getting his little questions ready, I got I was trying to make this show the best I could make it. And I were recorded of uh, somebody that had their, uh, an experience with a dog and, and really didn't even know dog w- was an option until I, I said this. Where did you get this? So it, it's actually, Richie, if you got it ready, it's my Richie. daughter. Oh. A, a few years ago. Didn't even know dogs was. But I just thought it was interesting to hear a perspective from somebody. Right. And, and, and everybody's got their on you know a lot of them might not train or track like i do this is just the way i do it yeah yeah so, seems so, like it's working pretty well <laughs> so far this deer it was two years ago the target deer i mean i knew it was him but especially i knew it was him because he had this kind of scrape on the shoulder and i mean as soon as i saw that deer walk in i knew that was him got a little excited i think i got a little ahead of myself made the shot i felt good about the shot i knew i'd hit him by the way he acted, you know, I sat in the cheating house for a little bit. I texted you, of course, told you that I just shot. And so after about 20 minutes, I get out and, and I start going to look for the first blood just to confirm that I hit him. And I uh, found a lot of blood and it looked like lung blood. I mean, I just thought, oh, well, he can't have gone far. I start tracking and probably too, I start tracking too soon. I'm too excited. I should have I waited a little bit. Anyway, I tracked him about 400 yards all around, and then all of a sudden the blood trail went cold, and I'm excited. This is my target deer. I'm tracking him 400 yards. I think I'm about to walk up on him any second, and the, the trail just runs cold, and I can't find him. Save my life. Just couldn't find anything, and then by that time, you got there, and you know, you and I both looked, and we couldn't find him, and we decided to back out and call uh, a local dog, uh, our friend Wes Williamson. He's got this old... He's, I mean, Jesse, the dog's name is Jesse, too. He's this great deer tracking dog. So we called Mr. West, and he brings his dog out there and follows us to a spot. We all get set up. And that dog, I mean, he's white-faced. He looks old, but he's so excited. And uh, he finds that deer in about, shoot, two minutes. I mean, that deer was probably laying 30 yards from where we last saw the blood, and that dog's amazing. Found it. I don't know. I mean, I was just really, really excited and anxious about that deer. You know, starting to feel a little bit depressed when I couldn't find it. And in about two minutes, that all got turned around when that dog found that deer, and <laughs> we were able to start celebrating. And and uh, anyway, it was pretty awesome. 
So you had a very positive experience, and I do remember how fast it was. The, the deer had taken a hard left turn that we didn't anticipate, mm. and mm-hmm. uh, and the dog, uh, you know, figured that out real quick. But what I remember about that hunt is I don't remember you texting me saying, come help me look. I remember you <laughs> shooting and then me not being able to get another message from you for a for a while, because I think you were trying to find the deer on your own and didn't want any help there for a while. That's what I remember. <laughs> probably was right. I was probably like, I'm about to surprise him and just send you a picture of the deer on the ground. Well, it turned out uh, it, t- it turned out perfect. So, okay, well, great. Well, we sure appreciate you telling the story, and I know you got a busy day. We'll let you get back to it. All right, no problem. All right, have a great day. All right, bye. And another one of your trophy bucks she blasted down. Yes. So the takeaway from that, she wanted to do the whole thing on her own. So she jumped down Mm -hmm. and jumped and pushed that deer. And he made a, he really did make a hard left hand turn that we just, I didn't anticipate. But the whole, it just goes back to everything you said from the beginning. If when in doubt, kind of back out. And I mean, it happens. Like you say, left turns. I drove uh, all the way down to Aliceville, Alabama. Dude called me, and I didn't did not want to go on that track. I did not want to go that night. I was taking my wife out, and you know, you got to have a good. I bet you got to have want a, you to go. Either. You got to have a good wife if you go yeah. on track. I was going to ask. She'll, about that. she'll get in the truck with me in the morning. She'll ride 12, 14 hours. As long as, long as I feed her, we got to <laughs> yeah. stop and get her something to eat along the way. But we wouldn't. I said, look, we're going to go by Harvey's and eat, and then we'll be headed your way. You know, if that's fine. Drove down there, turned out, and. He showed me where he had blood. I said, how far have you looked? He said, man, I walked this bottom. And it was open bottom. You know, we done drove an hour and a half and open bottom down through there. And he said, we walked all the way to the river. You know, we, he looked everywhere. I said, all right. So we turned her loose. And sure enough, I was looking at the blood and I was thinking, man, surely this deer hadn't went that far. I mean, it was long, long pieces of lung laying there. Oh, goodness. You know, mm-hmm. so tur- turned her loose and. I could still see her eyes out there. She's on, I call on point on my GPS. They show on point. They stopped, you know, it's one like 34 yards. And, uh, I just sit there. I said, well, maybe she's using the bathroom or something. We were just talking, you know, and kind of ease that way. And there was a deer laying right behind the big old log. That <laughs> he never he, saw it. He never saw it. And I done <laughs> drove. And it was kind of, you know, I, he felt bad. He done drove all the way back up here to Columbus, get his buddies to drive all the way back down there. And they, all of his buddies were just kind of looking at him. You didn't look behind the log, You know, I, I kind of felt embarrassed for him, but if you don't know, you don't know, you know. Hey, I it. bet he was happy he found yeah, the deer. Yeah, he, he was happy. So that's just one of them stories kind of like, you know. I was amazed at how fast that the, the, the dog found the steer. I mean, she just put the nose up in the air and just went right to it. Hmm. One thing for people to also, I heard a minute ago, I want to make sure, because we used to have that bow hunting camp in Lee Haven. Yeah. And one of the main members was a thoracic surgeon with a lot of experience. Bodoc. Yeah. He took every single deer we killed. We killed a lot of deer with bows yeah. back there. He took them apart and did the necropsy or whatever you want to call it. On them. And one thing he impressed on me, he said, yes, if you hit one in the lungs, it'll be that pink bubbly. He said, but. Pink bubbly blood does not mean it's a lung. Exactly right. So just That's I want exactly to get that right. out there for people just because I hear so many people say, the deer's dead, I saw pink bubbly blood, no, it was good. All it means is that blood just left the lungs, mm-hmm. but it, I mean, excuse me, just left the heart and the lungs right. had just gotten oxygenated. Mm-hmm. But it does not mean it's a lung hit because I remember tracking one for over half a mile and I had hit the deer high in the neck, but it was an artery that had just left. And he... 
He said that he was telling me about tracking deer. He said most times they're hit up in the neck or the throat area, but not lethally when they find lots of bubbly blood but can't right. ever find the deer. But yeah. my point, just telling people, don't mm-hmm. take it for granted. It's a great hit just because you see the bubbly right. blood. That's good all point. Yeah. Joe Bumgarner. Yep. Obodot. Dr. Joe. Dr. Joe. He taught us a lot. He sure did. He's a great man. He really is. Yeah. Yeah. And a, a really a big uh, – a proponent of tree stand safety, which and, and bow hunting, talk he's enough. a big yes. part of Mississippi Bow Hunting Association. I yes, mean, sir. He, he, he's a pioneer a, in a lot of ways, no doubt about it. Dudley, hey, pretty smart too. <laughs> Dudley, why don't you ask him some of your? Uh, the rapid fire time. Yeah, why don't you rapid fire at him? I guess we can do that. Yeah, brought brought to you by our buddies at Springfield Army. They've got that. What is that? That twenty two. The new twenty two. We're giving away squirrel hunting rifle giveaway model twenty twenty. Jack, when you go home tonight, you ought to sign up for that rifle. You've got a chance. We can't win, but you can. <laughs> yeah, sign good. up for Daya, too. She looks like <laughs> good, a good yeah, looking rifle. She looks exhausted. Yeah. No, she just happy. She's relaxed. Yeah. She don't usually get this attention, you know. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Well, I got some questions for you. Just just right. give me your best answer. You can say yes, no, both, maybe, Pass. either. Yep. Um, so we're just trying to get to know you a little better. Okay. So. Are are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Would you rather track deer or hunt deer? Track deer. Mm-hmm. If if you go on track deer, I, now if I get an opportunity, I'm going. I'm going hunt. I'll be in the woods hunting, but I will get down out of my tree stand. You know, if I'm sitting here and thinking, <laughs> yeah, I can go find a buck. So I'd rather track. It, you either if you you either going track, or you going hunt. Because when you need to be in the woods during the rut, that's guess that's what everybody else is shooting them. So yeah. that's. That's where now turkeys. That's my thing. All right, there we go. Hold up, there we go. This is supposed to be quick. Rapid fire. All right, turkey season or crappie season? Turkey, turkey. Cornbread, sweet or unsweet? Unsweet. You're in the south. Good answer. All right, fried deer meat, gravy, ketchup, or ketchup and gravy? Ketchup only. I don't eat. I don't like gravy. Purple hole peas or butter beans? Purple hole, please. All right, what's what's I easier to, to track, archery deer or rifle deer on average? Rifle deer. All right, uh, pick one. Uh, if you're forced to choose a dog, male or female? I'm going to say female. Right. <laughs> Politically uh, correct. Would you rather track in a big bottom or up in the hills? Big bottom. All right, would you rather have a freezer full of does or one buck over 150? Uh, buck over 150. Probably. All right. All right. Uh, if you're going to hunt, would you rather hunt small game or migratory birds? Migratory birds. All right. Uh, if, and last question, if you're forced for tracking, if you're forced to choose between a Chihuahua and a Great Dane, which dog would you great choose? Great Dane. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Y'all ever That's... jump any long-tailed cats when you're out there? Oh, Bobby. Oh, he is... Mr. Conspiracy. I've parents. never. I'll tell people as much as I've been in the woods, game cameras. I, I don't. Well, you know, we had a verified yeah. sighting a couple weeks ago around mm-hmm. here. Ah, look, what's and ver- no, and, what's ver- and it never really got out. Yeah, nah, what's verified? Well, I mean, the game wardens verified it. I thought. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there was photos of a of a cougar mm-hmm. in Caledonia, wasn't it? Yeah, artificial intelligence created it. Yeah, cougar, cougar. Now, I know what I saw, what it was, but. 
Lord have mercy. <laughs> Zach, you did good on that. You yeah. Did good. Now, we got one more question. I'm going to turn it over to Richie. We've got a new segment. We ask a trivia question. It's brought to you by our friends at uh, Sheffield Financial. Actually, I've met them last week mm-hmm. with some great folks. They are great folks. And uh, one of your favorite people was there, uh, Mr. Harold Knight. Uncle Harold, Harold Knight. Yeah. He's a good one. Yeah. Hey, you know. A true pioneer of hunting industry. And financing. It, it, uh, well, we're it's not this. trivial. We're, we're going to turn no, it over. <laughs> well, let me get there. Yeah. So, yeah, today's trivia is brought to you by Sheffield Financial because your finances are not trivial. <laughs> That's kind of anticlimactic. Yeah. Lanny Stone's thunder. <laughs> well, I Thanks, Mr. Wallace. Lanny is a thunder stealer. <laughs> All right. So, today we're playing for Hunter Lacey, who left a review on the podcast. Uh, prize is a Stormy Cromer Gamekeeper Edition cap. Oh, oh, yeah, those are nice. Yeah, especially with this wind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. Keep the mirrors nice and toasty. All right, so here we go. Uh, we got a blank. A blank is a geological formation that rises 250 to 550 feet above the alluvial plain of the Mississippian embayment in a 150-mile line from the southeastern Missouri to the Mississippi River near Helena, Arkansas. Ooh. It is the most prominent feature in the Mississippi alluvial plain the Delta. between Cape Girardeau, Missouri, and the Gulf of Mexico. This narrow rolling hill region rising above the flat plains is the sixth and smallest natural division of the state of Arkansas. The southern part is protected oh my within Ozark St. Francis <laughs> National Forest. Do y'all even understand that? Well, I hope our guest does. It's a it's a fill in the blank question. It's it's blank ridge, uh, and, and that was a description of it. And I'm hoping uh, we're curious. You can so, phone a friend if you want to. Crowley's Ridge. That's exactly right. <laughs> Have you never heard of it? I've never heard of it. That's why he looked at me all scathing when I was like, what about Crowley's Ridge? you got to learn who, about Crowley's who, Ridge. Who, Giant deer, too. Who came up with this question, Bobby? You know who did. No, 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 with no. His that, last that was straight from the his podcast last name is Crowley. for sure. His yeah. last name is Crowley, actually. Crowley. I thought he would know about You should have just said Crowley's it because I've known about it, but we never called it but anything but the ridge. Mm-hmm. So you said you should have just said, what's it called? And then right. a good guess would sounds like a ridge to me. Let's call it the ridge. Right. We'll call it Zach's Ridge from now on. Zach, I'm sorry. <laughs> Crowley <got> Ridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need to learn hey, about it. You might have relatives over there. Yeah. Uh, my Pretty understanding good is it's uh, Lus. So huh? the soil type, Lus, Lois, Lus. Yeah. Is that how you uh, spell the, it? The lowest bluffs in Mississippi? The, the German is pronunciation is Lurch. Wow. Oh, is that the same? Some knowledge. Thank it, you, Mr. Know-it-all. It, <laughs> it is a wind-blown soil. How about that? And it, what? Yes. So it landed on top of the delta and piled like, up. It is basically dust wow. that flew in the air and accumulated. So, but they, they've so that's supposed- what we have on the edge of the Mississippi Delta right, on the right. on the east side of the Delta, right. like yeah. where my family land is. It's it's called thick lus, hmm. and it's like the most erodible soil in the world. Hmm. Uh, but it's also very productive, high site index soil. It'll Grow the heck out of trees and plants. I've always heard there's giant deer at Crowley's Ridge. You need to yeah, Google that when I will. you get home and read about it. Because you could have relatives. Yeah, you might there. have a claim up there. You know what I mean? It's my 40. <laughs> Zach, you taught us something. Maybe you're leaving here and we're teaching hey, y'all, you a little y'all something. Y'all taught me something. Too, he, might, he might be deeded some land over here. That's, right. That's right. That's right. That's uh, right. Okay, Bobby, we'll get off of you now. Well, 
Look, the whole idea of a guy, you know, running into trouble one night, he's got a big deer down or a doe down or something and can't find it, and being able to call your team of people, that's a great right. service that you offer. It's Day huge. or night, call us. I mean, if we how do they get in touch? Is it just through Facebook? Nah, most people contact me by my telephone number. You want to give that out? Sure. 662-552-0762. So. Bobby, what's your phone number? Yeah. Well, mine's... Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. I don't tell them what kind of calls I get. <laughs> I think that's the first phone number we've ever had on the podcast. Pro- pro- probably. <laughs> yeah. so. But look, but, just guys, just save that in your phone. Yeah. And if you need Zach in this area. Yeah, or look, yeah. hit us up. We, I've got his number. If you can't remember that number, you know, I'll right. send him your way for sure. A lot of times I'm, when I'm tracking, like, I don't ever look at Facebook or messages, you know, right. and most people just contact me by phone, you know. Well, I mean, he can't do that, but he might could refer him to someone in their area. Right. Too, yeah. yeah. We yeah. can get somebody. Yeah, what's the site? Is there a central site or a group? You said you're a part yeah. of a group. Blood, blood trailing, trailing dogs. dogs. BTD is blood, okay. blood trailing, trailing dogs. dogs. Is that like BTD.com or They're just, it's Facebook? Facebook. Okay. Blood trailing okay. dogs. Yeah, you need to join that, Doxy, when you get a chance. Yeah. Next time you're on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we got a group text that we, all of us is in. So if we get a call, say, look, can you cover? Right. Is anybody because we liable to be? I mean, I'm allowed to be in Alabama or allowed to be, you know, Tupelo or wherever, you know, during tracking season. And we kind of a lot of times we just kind of intersect, you know, and look, can somebody get this call? You know, I, I got two more to cover, you know, that's kind of how we work. <clears throat> and if you can tip the heck out of these yes. guys. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, that, think about the, the wear and tear, oh the mileage, gosh. the fuel. I mean, all of it. I mean, I, I know they're having fun, but uh, it's it right. ain't free. So. No, in a very not. I mean, Zach's one of the nicest people I've ever met. In it's the and it's a cool too. experience to to witness. Yeah, it's, it is very cool. cool. Anything you need tip. to make sure you mention? Let's give a shout out to your wife. She's got to be. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. She she's she's hundred percent with me. You know she. That's awesome. She that uh, is awesome. She allowed getting a truck one morning and uh. She got in truck one morning. We was going to Woodland to get a, a recliner. <laughs> well, I said, we got a track in Cumberland, you know. We we get that. Well, we left Cumberland, and somebody, I don't know if you ever heard of Kilgore Hills. Oh, back well, yeah. Just a few times. <clears throat> got a call up in there. Got a uh, Kilgore Hills, we call it. And yeah. I said, well, we'll get Woodland on the way. Now, I had a trailer, a little four-wheeler trailer behind me with nothing on it. So we pull up there. We go, go to that track. and by the, On that track, we get another call of uh, west of thorn over in there so now it's getting on up in the evening and this one has been shot the it's going on 24 hours for this deer so we get on it and go and it's by dark then it's in and i ain't even thought about feeding her lunch you know much <laughs> less i said look we had to get that recliner tomorrow she's like that's fine so coming back through left there i get a call woodland's closed so i get a call at montpelier and we go there and we sit there for 30 or 40 minutes. He's wanting to let the deer give it time. And he comes back to the show. He said, look, can we just go in the morning? He said, I'm kind of scared, you know, wow. and he done the right, he's done the right thing. I said, mm-hmm. but you know, it took up an hour of my time just sitting there. And then another guy called him, maybe. so it's about eight 30 and she's like, can I just get some supper? <laughs> and I, you know, when I get this track and I just go, so everything was closed in. So we end up getting her like a gas 
station piece of chicken. Hey, Richie. So that, that didn't Richie. go. But as long as I feed her, man, she's she, eating. She Richie, don't. hit the horns for her again. <laughs> there you but, go. Uh, That's perfect. It, and what never, it, she, is fails, first, she is first team All American. You did good. You married, you married over your head. You, you start getting in the bed, and the phone rings. You know, and you had to get up out of bed and go tracking. Are you going to Christmas meal and look? You know, look, I'm going to go on this track right after. So she she totally understands. You know, she knows during track and see if she wants to see me, she's going to be in that truck. You know, <laughs> if I keep the truck running and it warm, and She's she's got internet. She, she can hook up to the internet on the truck, and I feed her. We happy. We good to go. We happy. Yeah. We good. <laughs> well, hopefully she doesn't listen to the beginning of this and learn that it is November, yeah. and learn the word no. So hopefully she yeah. doesn't. I don't think she's. I can't. Couldn't ask for no better. So. Yeah, is there anything cool. else you want to touch base? We should have asked you about tracking that we that we failed to. I, th- I think. I mean, pretty much covered. Uh, the gist of it, I can't think of. Uh... Been interesting, Lanny. Are you okay? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, guys, I'm fixing to go try to chase a deer. Wait, let's, no, let's talk yeah, a little no, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got a few questions. Too late. Too late. I, got, I didn't get the late. No, Richie hadn't asked anything. Yeah, yeah. Right in this day. <laughs> yeah. hey, we gotta have a. We got a meeting. We got a yeah, meeting. Yeah, we can't go. Super yeah. important. Exactly. No, we, pork chop can wait. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's great to great to meet you, and we appreciate you coming over here. And we do. Hopefully, we won't have to call you. But uh, if we do, I know we're in good hands. If we, if Very we, good hands. Yeah. I do. I give it 100%, I promise. We might not find it, but I give it all we can do, you mm. know. That's mm. the best mm. you can do. That's right. And and some days it's just not going to go like you want it, you know. Some days, I mean, I don't know if weather conditions plays a part, but a lot of times you – a lot of times you leave a track knowing I'm, spo- I'm supposed to find that deer. And a lot of times you leave a track and say, we ain't supposed to got that, but we got luck on the side. So <laughs> it can go either way, you know. No doubt. Yeah, that sounds good. Toxie, thank you for joining us. Lanny? Bobby, just wait. We don't have to cut it so quite so yeah, short. We don't have to leave. Well, no, we're having yeah. fun here. Well, we've, been going okay. a, we've been going a while, so <laughs> I'll let y'all keep it up. If you okay, want to, there so. you go. Uh, uh, anyway, gosh. Why don't you say goodbye, Dudley? Goodbye, Dudley. Get us out of here, Richie. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Gamekeeper Podcast. And be sure to tune in again. Subscribe to Gamekeeper Farming for Wildlife magazine. And don't miss the Mossy Oak Properties Fistful of Dirt podcast with my good buddy, Ronnie Cuz Strickland.